Welcome to Exploring Video Games. I'm Citrus Seltzer, and today is Thursday, January 28th, 2021, and this is episode 74. For this episode, I played Dragon Quest Walk. This is an augmented reality role-playing action-adventure game developed by Colo PL, Colot PL, and published by Square Enix in 2019 for Android and iOS, uh, and I am playing on the Android. And I don't usually game on my phone too much, so this was an interesting experience. Um, and it's so good, I do wish uh, it had been on a console. Uh, this is a crazy game. It's extremely dense, high fantasy, very weird, kind of impenetrable, uh, and I am going to spoil the whole game, so be warned. So this game is about you, Jerome, a bread maker in 1800s Venice during the citywide festival of the treat. Uh, things go wrong with the festival and you kind of slowly discover and give yourself over to this enormous churning mechanism slash creature that lives beneath the city. Um, I loved this. Uh, I haven't loved a game this much in a while uh, and I'm still playing it. I'm like 60% of the way done. Uh, I've played for about 17 hours. Uh, but I did watch a couple playthroughs, uh, one in particular by user ProfaneTulpas47 on YouTube. Thanks to them. Uh, I really liked their commentary as well. So the tone of this game is insane. Uh, I loved it. It's, it is challenging, uh, and I definitely don't understand a lot of it, uh, which is fine and totally works, I think. Uh, it's very opaque, it's incredibly serious, uh, and there's just like never any emotional stuff or attempt to explain itself. Uh, very entrancing, I think. And yeah, it's so chaotic and harsh. Uh, it reminds me of like a Hellraiser cube. It's like a churning evil nightmare. Uh, very impressive and very apt. The tone matches the plot very well. So this setting of like nightmare 1800s Venice is awesome. Very disgusting and vulgar. Uh, lots of severe intoxication and like public defecation and vomiting all the time. And this is uh, one of my favorite things about the game is that it starts out uh, as like kind of a reasonable like crazy public party and it slowly gets more and more casually violent and animalistic uh, to where the whole town is kind of like a zombie bacchanal. Uh, it's genuinely very scary and memorable. Uh, and I have not played this part yet, but it looks like one of the later missions has you fighting off and killing a lot of the rabid festival goers. Uh, the bread shop is awesome. It's one of the few uh, aesthetically pleasing, or like quote unquote aesthetically pleasing, uh, kind of calm parts of the game. Uh, it's very nice and sunlit and you can make bread, which is awesome. 
Uh, the first big mystery is that local people start going missing, uh, and one of your brothers, Artigal, disappears. So you form a team to search for him. Uh, and this is where you first encounter a fallacy or a break in nature. And this first one is the craziest, in my opinion. Uh, so you and the rest of the search crew get caught in a time loop, which is a total mind melt. Uh, and you're all experiencing this segment of time over and over again where you come across this like water well in the woods. A weird lizard crawls out of it and is immediately eaten by a hawk. And then like six minutes later and you're all taken back to finding the well again. It's extremely claustrophobic and frustrating. And it's like some of the first action in the game. And I really thought the whole game was going to be like similar to that. And I was hating it. Uh, but that's it for time loops. Uh, and that being the first major mission was such a bold move. And it's of course meant to like scare and irritate you, which I love. So after you solve the time loop, you have uh, a connection to this group of the seven other search partiers, and they play a part in the rest of the game as people who kind of understand how weird things are getting. Uh, everyone is mostly acting like the increasing insanity of the festival is normal, and they don't really seem to notice it. Uh, which is one of the things that creates a very weird and dreamlike tone. Uh, you then go on to do some kind of like normal missions, attempting to smooth over some of the messed up festivities. You run different blocks of the carnivals. That's very fun. Uh, I loved all the lights. Uh, the pyrotechnics are great. I got blown up a lot. Uh, but everything is presented, like, flatly. Like, almost all the missions you go on are, like, random NPCs, like, stonily asking you to help them with something. Um, and that really, it, it all feels like a dream. Very cool. Uh, the most punishing mission that I have done so far, uh, even more than the time loop, I think, is where that woman near the post office asks you to help find her dog and you end up trekking through the woods forever. Anything with navigation in this game I found very, very challenging and annoying. And yeah, that poor dog. Uh, all the eye horror effects are very impressive. Seeing that little ritual was truly horrifying. Just, like, unrelenting for minutes and minutes. And I kept thinking, like, I don't want to see this. Like, I don't want to... Yeah, I like, I don't want to be playing this. It's extremely memorable. Um, yeah, so like I said, this feels like a dream. Nobody really seems to be acting with, like, 100% faculty. Time is weird, and no one seems to have a good grasp on how long the festivals have been going on. Uh, yeah, and like I said, most of the missions are just people you encounter that are like, hey, we need you to do this. Uh, there are a lot of statistics in this game, which I find really hard to understand or care about. Um, tons of super dense data about your stats, other stats, fighting stats, uh, and eventually creature stats, which is cool. 
Um, people do seem to like that. Uh, but yeah, it's just not my thing. And I, for the most part, kind of ignored it and just focused on the uh, HP and the experience levels. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be hindering me that much. Uh, but that being said, I'm definitely playing this game to like experience it. I don't really care about my ranking when I finish it. There are kind of like aesthetic arcs within the game. Uh, the Baroque missions, the Black missions, the Red missions. Um, I thought that was very cool. Uh, although I will say I did not like the red missions. Um, it's very beautiful, but I felt like it was, uh, like tonally very different from the whole rest of the game and it kind of just didn't fit in and it's like weirdly lighthearted and like the camera angles even change. Um, not horrible, just something I noticed that I wasn't really into. Uh, this game is rated M. Uh, it's very violent and, like, upsetting. There's lots of assaults and, like, robberies that just take place all over, just in the background of, like, any scene. And you can get involved, but it doesn't make a difference in the big picture. Oh, a highlight for me was the Amici. Uh, there are these, like, erotic golden statues all over the city, they come to life at night, and they hate humans, and occasionally hunt them, but mostly just disparage them. That's a very funny, like, ongoing situation, and it's definitely one of the more, like, human aspects of the game. Uh, it's visually a wonderful game. It's really impactful. Uh, as the festival evolves, everything gets more and more disgusting. Everything is, like, yellow and tattered and, like, splattered with substances. It's really off-putting. So all throughout the game, you've heard murmurs about a dragon uh, who people credit for the state of the festival. And I haven't gotten to this part yet, but watching it in the playthrough, it looks awesome. Uh, the dragon is, like, this evil anthropomorphized, like, clockwork mechanism in the sewers of the city. Uh, and to be able to communicate with it and hopefully defeat it, you need to sacrifice parts of yourself to it, eventually giving it your body, which kills you, and it seems like it's implied that this will quell the dragon for a couple hundred years. Really bold and sad ending. Uh, I'm excited to get there. I'm definitely going to finish it. So yeah, I'm loving this game. It seems like it's a game that's more about like eternal sadness than it is like a hero's quest to defeat evil. Um, it goes so big and so bold and it's so successful, I think. I could not recommend it highly enough. Um, I really wish there, there would be a console release for this. It's so beautiful. Uh, I, it's a little bit of a sin that it's only for, uh, phones. But yeah, wonderful game. Definitely play it if you can. 
Uh, For the next episode, I'm going to talk about Disco Elysium from 2019. I don't know too much about it, uh, but I love the title. Excited to see what that is. You can reach me at exploringvideogames at aol.com. The website is exploringvideogames.tumblr.com, which is where I upload the screenshots. And it would be awesome if you could rate or review the show anywhere. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.